Good morning and welcome to our daily word and prayer. Today's Wednesday morning, March 24th. My name is Tom Short. So glad to have you along with us today as we look into God's word. We and, and a special welcome to you if you are new with us today or this is your first time. We're glad you're along. I hope you will be with us regularly, day after day, in the Word of God. It will make a difference in your life. So hit the subscribe button, the notify, like. Subscribe to my email at tomthepreacher.com. Stay in touch. Let's get the Word of God in us. It will make a difference. You get the Word of God in you every single day, just like we eat every day. Let's get the Word of God in us every day, and it transforms our life. We've been going through the seven I am statements of Jesus Christ, and uh, we've already talked about Jesus said, I am the bread of life, and he said, I am the light of the world, and in John chapter 10, all seven of these are found in the book of John, by the way, in John chapter 10, we find two more, uh, and we want to read about those this morning, and we'll begin with John 10 and read verses 1 through 10. Are you ready? Here we go. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter by the door into the fold of the sheep, but climbs in some other way, he is a thief and a robber. Let me explain a little bit of the background here. The shepherds would bring their sheep in at night, and they'd put them in a sheep pen. And the pen was a fence, and it was designed to protect from uh, both animals, wolves, and so forth, but also from rustlers, thieves, people who might want to steal the sheep for themselves. So this is a place of protection, and there was only one way into the sheep pen. There was a door, and a shepherd would stay there and guard, guard the door. Now, sometimes more than one shepherd would have their sheep in the pen, and so some could go home. They wouldn't have to stay at their sheep at night. They'd rotate around, or someone, someone would protect the door. But there, there was, so picture this pen with the doorway. And verse 2, he who enters by the door is a shepherd of the sheep. To him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he puts forth all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. A stranger they simply will not follow but will flee from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. This figure of speech, Jesus spoke to them, but they did not understand what those sayings were which he was saying to them. He was using metaphors. He was speaking about something they would be aware of, but they didn't understand the implications. So he clarifies, verse 7. So Jesus said to them again, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters through me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. And so we see here two metaphors, actually, that we're talking about. We're going to re refer to one of them today, but two metaphors. The primary one is he is the shepherd, but the secondary one we want to talk about today briefly is that he is the door. Now, sometimes when we go through these metaphors, we're looking for a deeper spiritual truth, and sometimes the answer is just really obvious. It's right there on the surface. 
Jesus is the door. He is the way in. We never want to lose sight of this. There are implications to it, but we never want to lose sight of the very simple fact that what Jesus is teaching is he's the door. He's the way in. He's the way into God's pasture. There is not another way in there. If you want to get in, you come through the person of Jesus Christ. If you come through him, you will find pasture. If you come through him, you will find life. If you come through the door of Jesus, you will find the good shepherd. And that shepherd, we will also discover, is Jesus himself. But notice he talks also here about people who don't go through the door and try and get in some other way. Well, why would you do that? I mean, just think of your house. If someone came to your house and they tried to get in by some way other than the door, why do you think they'd be doing that? Well, the answer probably is they don't belong there. They're trying to sneak in some other way. They're trying to break in, perhaps, through a window or something. They're trying to get in where they don't belong. And who does that? A robber or a thief. And so Jesus is warning us here. First, he's saying, you, I mean, the secondary point he says is, you've got to come through me. But it seems like the, the point here is, beware of others who are in the sheep pen, shall we say, who didn't get there the way they need to get there. I think he's talking here about spiritual leaders. He's talking here about people we would who would present themselves as those who could help us spiritually, who could guide us spiritually, who could be our pastor or maybe even our savior. But they didn't come in through the door. They don't belong in there. They, the point being, I think he's saying is that not only do you need to come through Jesus, but you need to make sure that your spiritual leaders have come through Jesus. You say, well, that's obvious, isn't it? Not really. Not really. There are a lot of followers of Christ who are following uh, spiritual leaders who aren't saved. Spiritual leaders who aren't trusting in Christ. There are lots of unbelievers who they've not gone through the door and they're following, also following, uh, you know, spiritual leaders. But I think the point here is that we believers need to be careful. We who, who are in the sheep pen, we need to make sure that we don't listen to voices of strangers, of spiritual strangers, and that we don't mix in their false teaching to follow what they say. Now, this doesn't mean you can't ever learn something from someone who's a non-believer. It's not what I'm saying. But we've got to be very, very discerning to hear our, our, the voices we're following, particularly when it comes to spiritual matters. And let's not forget, everything is spiritual, right? Everything is spiritual. And so when we're listening to people giving that life advice, uh, spiritual advice, relationship advice, uh, advice that has to do with our, our money, advice that has to do with our family, advice that has to do with our education, all this type of advice, if they're in the sheep pen with us, let's make sure they're not a stranger. Let's make sure they came in through the door of Jesus Christ and didn't sneak in some other way so that they got a place where they don't belong. 
Other places we would refer to these people as wolves. Jesus here calls them thieves and robbers. They're trying to steal the people of God. But other places, Paul would refer to them as wolves, or Jesus called them wolves in sheep's clothing, people who come into the flock. And so let's be very, very careful. You, you people here, um, we have so much access to information in our day and age, so much access. The internet has opened up that the things that when we were young, when I was young, had no idea was out there. And, and all this access to information can be confusing. And I've met many a young Christian who becomes very confused because they don't know how to answer, uh, you, you know, information, wolves that have come in, uh, robbers and thieves that are now in the sheep pen, that are now speaking to the, the, you know, because of the internet. They're speaking to the people of God. They're speaking to those of us who follow Christ. And we've got to be very, very, very discerning. Are these people... Are they really spiritual in Christ sense, or are they spiritual in an Eastern mystic sense? Are they New Agers? Are who are they? Are they, you know, sometimes New Age can sound like Christianity, but it's not, not even close. But some of its concepts can confuse us. Sometimes Eastern, Eastern mysticism can sound very spiritual, and a, a true believer of Christ can become fascinated with it. But he shouldn't, because that's the voice of a stranger. That's a voice we should not follow. That's not the voice of our shepherd. And so what am I saying? What is Jesus saying? You and I who have entered into this, the, the pasture of God through Jesus Christ, we need to make sure that even when we get in there, there are voices of people who snuck in, who did not come in through Christ himself. They snuck in some other way, and they're in there to rob, steal, and destroy. Be careful that not only you have come through faith in Jesus Christ, but those people that you follow, those people you honor, respect, listen to, and receive their counsel, advice, and teaching. Make sure that those also are people who entered in through Jesus Christ and not some other means. Be discerning. Our world is filled with false prophets, false teachers, wolves in sheep's clothing, robbers, and thieves. And remember this. They focus on the people of God. Every cult I've ever encountered, every, every cult out there that I've ever encountered, it's interesting to me, they focus on reaching Christians. Every, cult, every Christian cult I've ever encountered, they focus on reaching Christians. They're, they're, they're not nearly as interested in reaching the unbelievers. They are after Christians. And understand, these are robbers and thieves in the thief pen. Be aware. We've got to know our theology. We've got to know our doctrine. We've got to know the truth. And we've got to follow the voice of the shepherd and this voice of the stranger. Do not follow. Amen? Let's pray for this. Let's pray about this. And I'll pray about some specific groups here as we pray today. Father in heaven, we want to thank you for that Jesus is the door. Hallelujah. You have made a way. We don't have to try and sneak in some other way. We don't have to try and go around and find an open window. We don't have to try and break in. You have made a door and you say, all who come to whomever, you welcome us into your fold. You welcome us into your pasture. Jesus, you have made a way. The door is open and we can come. Whosoever will can come. 
And so we freshly say today, you're our Savior. We enter through you. You are the door to life, both eternal life and abundant life, both life in, in forever and life now. And we proclaim that. And we bless you. But Lord, we also are aware that there are people in the flock, people in the sheep pen who did break in, who don't belong there, who are robbers and thieves. Lord, I think of so many theological cult groups in our world today. Jehovah's Witnesses, Lord, who deny your deity. Lord, Lord, the Mormons who deny the, the very nature of God himself. Um, uh, Lord, so many of these groups that, that are, want to proselytize, want to uh, come, come to us and want to put us under the law, put us in the works, want to steal away from the glory of the gospel message how clear it is, how awesome it is that, that you have paid the full price, not just part of it. Lord, there's, there's, there's wolves, there's robbers, there's thieves. We pray, Father, that in the church we would be aware of this. We pray we'd be alert to New Age teaching, to uh, teachings that, that's about self. Lord, we do believe you want us to, you, you've come to give us a, a, a life where we will be uh, become better people. And we do believe that, Lord, think of the Proverbs, there's so much in there about, about a successful life. But help us be aware, Lord, alert to uh, New Age or Eastern mysticism or, or what really amounts to nothing more than self-help when you say that our help comes from the name of the Lord. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Help us to be alert. Help us to be discerning. Help us to be understanding. Father, we pray for your church to be true and honest in its, in, in its theology. We pray for our churches, Lord, to have a good understanding of who Christ is and a good awareness and alertness to the devil's schemes, the evil one's tricks and tactics to come into the church and to weaken us and to defile us and even, if he could, to steal us away. So, Lord, we pray for this today, and this is our prayer protect our churches from false doctrine, protect our churches from false teachers, protect our churches from false leaders. I pray, Lord, for our pastors to be men of God, to be men who are solid in the Word of God and who teach us. Help, us, help them, Lord, to be faithful to deliver your message truthfully, accurately, fully, completely, powerfully. Help them, Lord, not to fall into the trap of compromising your truth, or minimizing certain truths, or even being ashamed of certain truths in order to, uh, thinking that somehow that would cause them to be more fruitful. Lord, we bless you for your word. We're not ashamed of it. We believe every bit of it. We glory in it. Lord, if it seems strange to us, that's not your fault. That's ours. If something there seems wrong, it's probably we, we're either misunderstanding it or we've got to grow. We've got to change. Lord, if there's a problem between you and us, we'll, we're ready to admit you're right and we're wrong because you're God and we're not. We pray for these things today, Lord. Father, we, we lift this up to you. We pray today that we who are your, have entered the sheep, you said, into the sheep pen, you said we could find pasture. Lord, we ask you to pasture us today. We ask you to give us your abundant life today. We ask, Lord, you would feed, feed our souls freshly and deeply. I pray, Father, for each person who comes here day after day. Feed our souls, Lord. Be filling us up. 
Help us, Lord, not to just snack on the word of God. Help our souls not to be malnourished. Help us, Lord, to be well-fed. Help us, Lord, to be meditating on your word day and night, that it would richly dwell within us, that we would be nice, plump sheep, that our souls would be full and uh, our, our souls would be well-fed. Our souls would be strong and healthy. We need people like this, Lord. We need to be people like this. Lord, our world, as we saw yesterday, it's a dark, dark place. And you've called us to be the light in the world now. And I pray, Lord, we'd be mighty Christians for you. I pray we would shine brightly this very day. We'd be filled with the joy of the Lord, the power of God, the Spirit of God would dwell within us. We pray for these things. Use us wherever we go, wherever we set our feet. Help us remember, Lord, that you have called us as ambassadors to be reconciling people to Christ. And we pray today, lead our paths to people that we will have the opportunity to share the gospel with them, to share testimony, to share a word of encouragement, to share a word that would turn their eyes from themselves or from their problems to God. Because, Lord, we really believe you are the solution. And apart from you, there is none. You're the door. You're not a door. There's not many doors in. Jesus, you're the door. And today we pray for opportunities to present the door to people who are outside and looking for a way in. We pray for this. Use us today for your glory, and we thank you and bless you again. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, 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 and amen. All right, folks, God bless you. Thank you so much for joining with me today. I love having you along. I love you guys. I love seeing your comments. Some of you I know, some of you I don't know, but I feel like I'm getting to know. So um, thanks for being part of our community. I pray you'd grow, so make sure you invite your friends on social media. You can invite your friends word of mouth. You can send them a link to this, uh, this if you think today's would be particularly helpful. Send them a link, or if there's one one of the, these videos from the past that really was meaningful to you, send it to someone. And uh, you can always just say, hey, this meant a lot to me. I thought it might mean a lot to you, and invite you to join us regularly, day by day, getting the Word of God, filling us up. This is what we need. Amen? So God bless you. Be strong today, and the Lord's blessings be upon you in its fullness, Christ in you. That's the hope of glory. We've entered into his pasture. Let's feed today. Tomorrow we're going to learn about the Good Shepherd, which, of course, probably is the greatest, most appreciative metaphor of all the metaphors Jesus gives. He is our Good Shepherd. We'll talk about that tomorrow. I'll see you then, 8.30 a.m. Bye-bye. God bless you.